First time for us. Are we recording? We are now. Woo! Um, first time for us. We're actually re-recording a book that we have already talked about to bring Hannah into the conversation. Yes. And we will be talking about... Serpent and the Wings of Night by... Carissa Broadbent. Correct. I got Ooh, it. You did get it. Um, she has about four books out currently in the Nyaxia universe, um, the Serpents and the Wings of Night, the sequel to that, which we'll talk about shortly, I think in a week. Yeah. And then um, also Slaying of the Vampire Conqueror and uh, Six Scorched Roses. Yes, which and, is like a novella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and have we all read all of them? No. Okay. I've only read the first, which we're talking about tonight, and I'm just a little bit into the second book. Okay. How about you, Rach? Um, I have read Six Scorched Roses. Of course, I've already read the first one. And I'm like 60% into the second one. Okay. You didn't reread the first one. I did not because it's just been a really busy season of my life. And you don't have to. And you don't have to. <laughs> I just, I mean, I read it. Yeah, it's, you've it's read in, it before. Yeah, yeah. So It's in the vault. It's and good. Yeah. I will say, and I think something that we should kind of like address early because I always I typically read these books slash listen to these books via audio I read this book the first two times because the audiobook wasn't even out mm -hmm. Hannah picked up the audiobook and Hannah what was your response to the audiobook well I started reading it first and then I was like oh let me get the audiobook it's only this much money so I got it and I started listening and I was like ew Yes, so the audiobook yeah. was truly mismatched with the narrator and the story. And she I, was not getting the mood. She was not getting I when I'm reading it in my head, I hear Aurea as very like serious, angry, like she's down to business. Yeah. And she is. the narrator was like kind of joking about it all. Right. And the narrator of this book is funny because it's Holly Jackson, who we all know or you might know from the Ice Planet Barbarian series, in which she, the tone of her, her voice is fine for those roles. Mm -hmm. They yeah. are a little bit lighter. They're like way spicy. It's just, it's more sex than context. And it's, they're wonderful and they're light and they're funny. And something that was really hard for me is it's one thing for her Orea voice to be so upbeat. It's a her male voices yeah. were really, really bad for Rain. Mm -hmm. Really mm -hmm. bad. Agreed. And that is what made it unlistenable to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I did listen to probably half the book um, just to show Holly some um, love. love and support. However, we've got great news. I went to go try and buy this book too um, before I borrowed it from Hannah. Sorry, Audible. <laughs> um, <laughs> But 
I went to go buy it, and you can no longer buy it. And yeah. the reason why is because they heard they heard everyone, yeah. and they're re-recording with Amanda Lee Cobb, who is the narrator for um, A Court of Wings and Ruin and also A Court of Frost and Starlight. So she's like the Feyre voice okay. in the second two books. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely got more... You know, of that. The serious. Yes. yes. And she does yeah. a really good male voice. And she does a really, yes. And then in the. Well, s- I saw there's two narrators. Well, oh, no, that's second, for the second book. In the second book, Rain has his own chapters yeah. and his yeah. own voice. So they will, they'll do the do the dual narration there. Yeah. Cool. Um, but they heard you. <laughs> I saw so many TikToks <laughs> talking about this. And I was like, hey, just so you know, they're re-recording. Yeah. Hey, just so you know, they're re-recording. Yeah. So. She it feels so bad. Yeah, it's not her. Like she's, no, she's, she's great a great at what she reader. Does. She's yeah. a great everything. Just it wasn't for that book. But it needs to be like rom com or maybe yeah. she can re readjust her tonation or something. Yeah, or just stick with what she's good at. Yeah, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of those books out there that yeah. like Ice Planet Barbarians. Yeah, it's okay to have a lighter tone. Yeah. This book did not have a light tone by any stretch of the imagination. No, it did not. Mm-mm. No. When we first covered this book, I think we were both very, like, we both very, we were surprised. Yeah. It was like, oh, this book is really good. It's pacing. We had just, <laughs> we had just come out of some Sarah J. Mass world where I think we had just finished Akatar. Yeah. This might be the first book we read after it. Okay. And so Rachel was like, the pacing was so refreshing. Refreshing because <laughs> there tight. was pacing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's moving right along. Yeah, it moves right along. Yeah, Broadbent yeah. seems to have like a plan. Yeah, she's definitely a planner. First. I would definitely say she's a planner. She's got a lot to cover, and I feel like the first book she definitely planned. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I don't know how you guys aren't that far. It's so funny. My perspective of this book has actually changed a little bit since reading the sequel yeah well I was thinking about like what had stuck with me because I didn't get a chance to reread it and I was like well here's the kind of stuff that I remember and of course I'm reading the sequel and I had totally forgotten the house of shadow existed I have such a hard time with her house names because they're all like a variation of darkness or blood Mm -hmm. house of night house of shadow house of blood I get House of Shadow and House of Night mixed up. I forget House of Blood is a different house. It, it, we could have, we've made up all these really cool names. Everything else has these out of the box names, but it's the House of Night, the House of Shadow, and the House of Blood. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been easier for me to keep them apart, I think, if we had pushed the boat a little bit farther out <laughs> on those. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. For sure. And I had forgotten, like, the stakes of the Kajari. I knew they had to win, but I, I think in the very the book, I remember being confused about how you win the entire time. You survive. Like, okay, but does everybody like survive? Like, do you just have to get, does literally everyone have to die? And I know it's supposed to be like that because yeah, it's literally different every year. It's not clear on that. And I, I remember thinking for the longest time, is this like the Hunger Games where you, there's only one survivor if so, Rain and her are really being weird right now. Right. But then they say something. Then they say something later that made me think, oh, there can be more than. I they're like the, the survivors rules, the rules of. Change. Niaxia is yeah. the chaos goddess. Yeah. I was thinking earlier, now that I've read 
the slaying of the vampire conqueror, you get more, you get another Nyaxia cameo. Mm. And um, she's just like chaotic and feels really emotionally stunted. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like her development was truly arrested because (laughs) she just doesn't, I mean, she, I feel like she's a, goddess that acts like a 19 year old yeah yeah or a child right she's definitely like out the box she she wants her own children to thrive and be incredible representators representators representations thank you you're welcome but also she doesn't kind she kind of like is mean and hurtful to them yeah simultaneously so mm-hmm. she's just like it's gonna be what i want it to be whatever you know you just never know what you're going to get with her. I feel like the vampires are constantly walking on eggshells because of their really toxic goddess. Yeah, because yeah, you could either get blessed and get to be the ruler for 200 years and get a really cool tattoo, or <laughs> you can go slowly mad and turn into a demon. And it's not that right. And, <laughs> and it could go either way. And, you never and, know. And you'll you never find know. in some of her other stories that some really epic pursuits have happened in the name of reversing the House of Blood's curse. Yeah. It's not like they're not trying. Yeah. They are. And she's like, no. Yeah. Just no. Yeah. And like, when fucking you, no. When I you told think you. of the reasoning behind the curse, it doesn't truly make sense either. But right. I digress. Um, we start this book off with, you know, each chapter. So they're like each part, right, is like a different type of night. We have right. dusk and then night. And then all these moon cycles. Yes. And each time we start off with a little glimpse of who Oraya was, Oraya was before, like, it takes us back. Yeah. So we learn at the very beginning that Vincent just shows up when she's a child, little girl, her whole, everyone else she's already known has been... Killed? Killed. Yeah. Annihilated. Annihilated. Yeah. And she's just magically By the Hiyaj army that Vincent rules, and he comes and specifically picks her up. Yeah. And then raises her as his child. Right. And no one knows why or understands. Yeah. Right. So that seems super suspicious. Yeah. And as I'm reading, I'm so confused because when I started, even the first chapter, Vincent finds her, picks her up, I'm like, villain. Villain, bad guy, he's bad. Yeah. Villain. And I don't understand why we're not talking about that. It's like he's just... And of course, Aurea is brainwashed. But I just kept thinking that she's going to have an epiphany. Yeah. And it's I do not like, coming. I do like the ambiguity of Vincent's character. Because we, I think we start out with that italicized section where it's like he did not realize that his greatest love would also become his greatest weakness. And you're like, oh, okay. And then he meets this child because you're thinking, all right, well, is this going to be like a romantic love thing? But no, it's like a paternal love. So his paternal love that he allows himself to have for Oriah in the way that he can because he's not I mean, the dude murdered his entire family. Mm-hmm. It's not like he has the emotional capacity to be like, right. oh, oh, let's sit on our lap and read a, like a story together and I'll, I'll sing you a bedtime story, dad. But he can be the like, I will teach you to fight and eliminate your armies, mm-hmm. your, your enemies, and then you will bathe in their blood and we will celebrate together, <laughs> dad. And 
<laughs> she, she's like, <laughs> don't forget the dad at the end. Yeah, yeah. Dad. dad. Yeah, and I think it is. Yes, I. But I like the fact that he's a little bit villainous. But also, there are moments where she's like, oh, he does love me. He just can't say it. But I just keep waiting to find out what his true motives are. Yeah. And I leave frustrated. Yeah, I think we've held out that way too long. Because 60% in to the second book, I'm still like... And we, we kind of touch on it, you know, at the end of, of this book. And it's like, okay, yes. Yeah. You know, he, he saw the power in her early on. Yeah, it's this constant battle. And this is such a real life thing. And I think that's what's kind of like a nuanced take on fathers where they are our... We love them more than anything, simultaneously we realize that they might not be a good person, right? Or they're they're grooming us to be, yeah. um, you know, battle-hardened 20-year-olds while also trying to love us. And we learn and she learns she learns to receive that as love. So there's this two thing happening. The the, the there two truth thing happening all yeah. the time. Yeah. That she loves her dad and that's where that it's almost intentional like we aren't supposed to trust him. We are supposed to be expecting him to be the bad guy at every corner, which is why the ending kind of throws us for a loop. Because it's not what we're expecting. It's yeah. almost like a What's it? What's the what's the term for it? It's distracting us. Oh, a red herring. Yeah. Yeah. So that we're not, you know, that that last moment where we realize, you know, we are surprised that he his intentions were relatively out of love, and not just, mm. you know, the whole time we think he's kind of using her. I still think that. Yeah, well, I've read both books, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I don't mean that like that doesn't, it's not relevant. I just said that. Sure. I'm not kidding. You, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Um. But this is a little bit of a twist on the Hunger Games, but I like this better. I mean, <clears throat> I know the like teenage like fight to the death for ultimate power thing has been done. We had Battle Royale, which is like kind of the first and then we have hunter like hunger games we have it's just done 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 so on the surface i feel like this could have come off as a very like oh, okay great we're gonna fight to the death but i think that the chemistry between the character of orea and rain really pulls us through yeah and, and it's really good and it's slow and it's organic yeah. mm -hmm. and it doesn't it's earned and so often in some of these romanticies they are it is like she hated him and then she loved him, right? Oh, she was really resistant and then all of a sudden. But with this, you really see... She sees him getting out of the shower one day and the water glistening on his, his butt. Yeah, and he's, she's like, oh, okay. And then they do butt stuff. <laughs> and then they do butt stuff. <laughs> oh, those are for you guys. Oh, my God. Oh my that's God. so funny. Butt stuff to, stickers. I can't reach them. I'm I got, putting that on my Kindle. I got you guys butt stuff stickers. <laughs> Yay. I was at a con and they had them and I was like, I need two butt stuff stickers. And he was like, how about I give you a free one? I was like, I yeah, three, three butt, butt stuff, stuff stickers. So I have my own butt stuff sticker. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to put knows. it on my... Um, I felt like it was so us. I just had to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So they have... 
Um, yeah, they do butt stuff. I don't think they ever do. We do a very good like friendship, like enemies to mm-hmm. friends to lovers instead yes. of like, I hate you up to the very moment when all of a sudden I I'm banging you. you against the wall. I hate mm-hmm. you. And then we have, then we hate fuck each other. And yeah. then all of a sudden my feelings show up. Yeah. And because then I'm my like, hormones shifted. Yeah. 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 So, it, and it is, it's earned. I yeah. think that Rain really earns it. And I like that he's 32. I like that she's not 19. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank um, God. That's refreshing. Yeah. I and, mean, it's a little bit above 19, but I'll take it. How old is she? She's like 23 <laughs> or 24. I That is an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So much better. In a medieval yeah. world, so she's literally yeah. 24 to 26 was a spinster. Yes. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, she's basically an old maid. Yeah. Basically. Which is, I'm like, thank, thank you. Thankful. Thank you, God. Yes. Yeah. But Carissa does a really nice job with the paint. Like, this book is just so neat and clean. Yeah. Not extra. There's never every page you learn something new. You're constantly moving forward. You don't want it to end. You know, you're, it ends, it, it, it abruptly shuts off. Yeah, it really does. And I remember last time thinking, like, I'm never going to figure out how this ends. Like, I can't figure out how they're going to get out of this because she writes them into such a corner. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the whole ending is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck? What yeah. just happened? Like, yes. this yes. guy died, but he didn't die. And then he came back. And I thought when she said, I don't, said- have win- I don't want to win, I thought she was going to die. Yeah. But then they both get to live. I and did then, not see that coming. Yeah, it's a lot all at once. Where we have like, oh, we're fighting together. I mean, we have this like steady pace. Then all of a sudden it's just like, it's like that meme where the guy walks in with the pizza box and everything's on fire. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Wait, from um, community? It community? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That meme with Donald Glover? Yes. Yes. Um, that's so funny. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, they hold on. I just completely lost my thought. It's okay. Take a moment. If anyone else wants to. Sorry, I like went blank. I do wish we had established a little bit more about why the House of Night is so divided. Instead of just like, you don't have feathers. And I have feathers. And so I don't like you. You have bird wings and I have bat wings. Yeah. Yeah, And so I don't like you. And and because Nyaxia doesn't want us to like each other. And like, okay, yeah, well, she wants the chaos. I mean, we could have had something like their magics are antithetical or so, like we could have added another layer there to really be like, this is why they can't instead of just like, well, they hate each other because that's just what they are. Everybody. I honestly do do. just feel like after that book, I have so many, I have more questions than anything. Yeah. And I just yeah, feel and it's like the taste of a world that's done all right, but needs way more world building. Right. And you like the world and you're like, this is cool. I do. I need to know more about it. Yeah. So she's got these other pieces, these other love stories, but really these are romance novels with a fantasy. Yeah. You know, this really is about, I mean, this one kind of went more like adventure and then romance was on the side, but I really think it's more or less a love story. Yeah. I just still, I, I still um, wish that we would, no, did you think of your thing? No. I was going to say, I still <laughs> wish that we could discuss why a human is in this. Like, I, I want to talk more about this. Is this yeah. the first time a human's ever done this? Why, right. are, why is everyone not freaking out right now? Like human, it's your food. Your dinner is like fighting with you. And they're like, okay, well, at least there'll be one that's easy to kill. So it's fine. Instead of like, why? You'd think in well, a rover, th- everything. 
Go ahead. So cloak and dagger, they would expect this to be something more than what it is. Instead of just being like, a human, we'll kill that one first. Yeah. Yeah. I think the power of Vincent is, I mean, obviously, the power of Vincent makes her untouchable in a way. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, I think it says more about that. But I, I do agree that it is, they don't really... I guess politicize it enough to be like, what the fuck is the food doing well, here? Well, I think it's because you know Carissa did more world building. Yeah. You know she knows exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just a slight disconnect in how much she thinks she is conveying and how much she actually is conveying. And I think she's banking on her whole world being revealed in the books as they go. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to have just a little bit more. And I yep. think the first time I read it, I was, I, I did enjoy it. And I do think this is a good book. But I was so enamored with the Oriah Rain relationship and how well she grew that organically. And mm-hmm. how when they finally got together, it was so nice that they were together. And then right. when the betrayal happens at the end, I was so angry on Oriah's behalf. Yeah. And when I was thinking about it, thinking back, I'm like, well, I remember that. But like, what else do I remember? Like, starting the second book, I was like, oh, yeah. Did she talk about that in the first one? I don't remember. Or like, Probably not. Did we discuss that in the first one? And I think it's just, yeah, I do think she's banking on like, okay, now you're going to read my short story. Now you're going to read this other one. And I'm releasing them so fast that you're just mm-hmm. going to like, you're going to be steeped in it for so long you won't. Like, it'll feel okay that I don't reveal everything right away. I mean, I'm here for it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll read I mean, all your yeah. stuff. These are good books. Yeah, I mean, they're good I've enough read... for me to want to be like, yeah, okay. okay. All right, I'll read another one. I'll figure out yeah. what this is. And I've been crushing books, and once you <laughs> once you've read a couple, where you're like, oh, okay, I understand why people like Akatar so much, you know, because just in the world building and the this one is just, yeah, it's clean. It does everything you want it to do. Yeah, in a book that you're surprised about. Yeah, and. Yeah, I. Sorry, I lost it again. I shouldn't have taken. I took my meds lately today. <laughs> too focused. Okay. Too focused. So focused. I can't speak. I mean, we can talk about some of the characters. So we have Misha. Didn't we decide it was Misha? Yeah, and actually, Misha's getting her. Okay, let's talk about this. And we can talk more about this. I, I can't wait till we get to the second book because I'll be able to say a lot more of what I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Misha is actually getting the next story. Oh, that so, would be good. Aurea and Rain's specific books are over w- with this two these yeah, duology. The yeah. But we're gonna get all these other books, and at some point they're gonna sorry, at some point they're gonna cross over, and we're gonna see them. Like in the second book, I was more excited about Lilith and Vale showing up. Yeah. I was. That was what I wanted. I was like, "Where's Lilith and Vale?" Right. Yeah, and then I, now I want to go back and read them because I think at some point they talk about Atreus, 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 which is, which is how I think you pronounce it from the Vampire Conqueror book. Um, you know, there she's building them all in, so there'll be this retrospective oh, yeah. where you want to go back and read mm-hmm. because yeah, you find all the Easter eggs exactly. Yeah. And so that's why I find myself doing it now. I'm like, okay, well, I like this universe. I like their story, this story, this story, and then this book. This book, yeah, 
booking. I think that's why it feels like a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the whole puzzle. Yeah. It feels like she gave us a piece. Definitely. And then she's like, now wait, I've got more. Yep. And so you can see part of the picture, but you can't see the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I agree. As a very impatient person, this will be hard for me, but I'm willing to. You get some to. answers in the second book. <laughs> okay. Sometimes good. you have to read a novel where everything isn't written yet. Because <laughs> yes. I know we're going to get more. And yeah. it's going to take a little while. And so we'll just have to wait. Yep. And get some of that background and, yeah, little pieces of different things. Like Lilith and Vale. Vale is a house of shadow vampire and Atreus is a house of blood vampire. Vale is house of shadow? Yeah. But doesn't he have wings? Maybe you're right. Maybe he's house of night. Yeah, I think he is because he's... Is he Rashawn or is he Hush? He's... Yeah. No, he's Rashawn. He's Rashawn? He's Rashawn, He's yes. got wings? He yeah, because he... he left after um, oh, yeah, Neculus he, died. He falls Nec- down. Necurious? Nec- the previous Rashawn. Oh, right. King. <laughs> ne- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these really names. Yeah. yeah, these names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I was walking on the sh- 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 <laughs> and I, <found laughs> and I and turned and told Yeah. So Hannah, do you think you would have picked up and read this book if we were not doing a podcast about it? Oh yeah, because it's right up my alley. So it's um, it's one that my Audible and Kindle would have suggested that I read next, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you read it differently because you knew you were going to talk about it on the podcast? Because the previous ones you'd all read before going on the podcast. Possibly. Maybe that's why I'm so curious. Yeah. Maybe if I didn't think I was going to talk about it, I would have just been along for the ride. Ah, I see what we're doing here. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And since I was like, okay, I got to read this book and talk about it. I'm like, but wait. Yeah, what am I going to say about this part? But why? But who? But when? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm just trying to understand too much instead of just, you know, taking it. Take it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They have, um, it's funny. This is the second book that we've read where they have a pantheon. And I'm curious, what's that word mean? It just means like a, a, a group, group of, of gods. gods. Ah. I thought it was a building. I can see why you would think called? that. The Parthenon. Ah, yes. Yeah. There it is. Yep. I have been. It's in Rome. I could have looked it up. I was like, I'm pretty sure the Pantheon means something I don't understand. That makes sense. It's a group of gods, which is why we saw it in um, Wild Built. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they we had uh-huh. a pantheon, pantheon there too. Pantheon. Yeah, the gods around. Yeah. So that makes way more sense. Except Nyaxi is not in the pantheon. No, nah, she got booted. Yeah. Well, Probably because they were like, you're at low frequency. We need you to go Well, there. no. <laughs> they killed her husband. husband. Yeah. And she never recovered from it. And I genuinely think she was just traumatized to the, like you can tell. Definitely. Their lives are so long. That the 2,000 years that it has been since it happened is not like long nothing. for her. Yeah. yeah. If your life is immortal, do you let things go? Either you let things go or you never do. Right. Functionally immortal. Yeah. Like the Illyrian are so stubborn from... Yes. Yeah. We all know what we're talking about. Have yeah. you guys yeah. read Cersei? No. Have you? Yes. Oh, I want to. It's on my TV, my TBR. TBR. Um, but that's what that reminds me of. 
is when you are immortal, you know, how, how do these traumas like shape your everyday living when a thousand years goes by? Right. When you don't have to let something go because you're, it is so good. Such a good book. Yeah. I've seen that one a lot. Are y'all reading anything else right now? You read Dune. Yeah, I read Dune. Are you reading anything else? No, I'm just trying to read this Ashes. Ashes, Ashes of the Star-Crossed King. Thank you. I can't remember it because the so. name seems irrelevant the to the covers are the same. The covers are the same. The covers are the same. I'm, I I have to read the title because they're next to each other in my Kindle yes. app. It I'm was like, a, hey. It was a choice. We could have done a different background color something if i had them on the shelf each time i'd have to read the title i couldn't just Mm -hmm. identify them by sight right yeah yeah yep well i have read probably five other books girl (laughs) what are you doing project hail mary which is excellent okay i read belladonna i read i'm just i just slaughter the books yeah i don't have I don't do anything else but sit at home and read. You have like five jobs. Yeah, but I still have, every time I'm in my car, I'm listening to a book. Yeah. And when I'm at home, I'm reading. Yeah. So I'm constantly absorbing. But Belladonna was good. I'm trying to think. I just read, oh, so many. Though that divine, divine something. I don't know, but when I You're do busy. read more than five books in a month, they start to run together. I yeah. know. I can't I can't tell you what happened in any of these books. I'm like, what book was that? Oh, I, <laughs> I read a book where the second one is reverse harem. And mm. I was like, oh, I didn't see it go in that direction. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> and here we go. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're like, okay, those are oh, fine. Oh, that's kind of nice. Kinda yeah, nice. yeah. That one is that's so funny. But yeah, it ended up being, I was like, oh, look at this. I didn't know I was going to be into this, but I am. Yeah. I read Blood and Steel. Pretty good. I'm reading Woven by Gold. Pretty good. The Witch Collector. Pretty good. And then I just listened to Hail Mary, which was so good. Yeah, I like Andy Weir. I thought The Martian was really good. Did you read it? Mm-hmm. And the audiobook's actually really good, too. I This audiobook guy is a incredible i think yeah. it won some awards honestly mm-hmm. but i needed to branch out of the romanticy genre for, a for minute. just a minute yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know what i think gets to me about this book after a while too is everybody has a tragic backstory yep so after a while you're just like if everybody has a tragic backstory does anybody have is a it tragic, tragic? Story, or is it just the way the world is <laughs> yeah yeah because everybody oh my god araya was raised by a vampire guy who did not know how to show love yeah. Rain got turned, never went back to see his family, and then spent years as like a sex slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, I mean, okay, and can we just, female romanticy authors, please stop making the male character a sex slave in the like their traumatic backstory? That was Rasan's traumatic backstory. That was Rain's traumatic backstory. I think I've read four. The last three or four, it was all like, well, I was once like chained to her bed. Throne of Glass, one of the characters is like yeah, forced I was to say. be with Maeve. Lorkin. Yeah. No, or one no, of the dogs. One of the dogs. One of the wolves. Yeah. The doggies. One of the cadre. 
Yeah. And it, I'm, I, okay. But it ends up so, after a while, you're like, well, it's just a cheap way of giving them like a, a, a weakness. I don't want to call it a weakness, but like a, um, well, I know what you're going through. I know what it's like to be objectified. It's, it's, re- yeah, it's almost like reverse objectification. Yeah. It's trying to be progressive by making men have to deal with the same kind of women deal with all the time. Let's yeah. think it's, of something different. It's like a, yeah. it's a, I, I don't want to say it's cheap because I see the point of it. It's like, it is just as normal for a man to be as objectified as a woman. But in the sense, doesn't that kind of, like you said earlier, cheapen women's objectification? Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's just, I'll, at this point, it's almost a trope. <laughs> it is a trope. And I, I don't love the trope. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I mean, everybody loves enemies to lovers, but I don't know if, like, sex slave background needs to, like, be put in the list of, like, oh, I want that in my You know, it's book. almost as if it's, like, solidifying how good in bed they'll be. Like, I had to do yeah. this as my job for years. Yeah. Yes. To someone. Yes. And they're and, never and, 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 traumatized about it. And that... And the thing is, they didn't play in Teresa's tra- trauma as much. I mean, we got glimpses of it. Yeah. We knew he had nightmares. We knew it was hard. I've seen fan art that makes it way more powerful. Yes. And I've read fanfic that makes it more powerful. But, yeah, at, at the same time, it's like, uh, I was a... You know, well, yeah. with Reese, it's more like he's his obsession with having a choice. You know, he's always making sure that Farah can choose, blah, blah, blah. That's where that comes, you yeah. know, that's what we get out of his trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I want to see someone who is sexually traumatized. Like, you don't want to be touched. Right. And that's typical. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you you were going to really say something else about that. I wasn't. I was realizing that. Yeah, I think it's a... I think it's important to realize that bad sexual trauma can happen to men. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I appreciate that. But using it as a plot device... I mean, how would we, what would we think of it if a, if a woman was, that was her background, abuse? It's not how she would respond. She would respond differently, I think. Right. It would be hard to mm-hmm. view physical intimacy as, like, pleasurable. Not pleasurable, but it's, like, mm-hmm. even consensual. It would feel, like, hard to get over the, I don't know. It would rewrite the way you feel about sexual intimacy for me. And so I think it would be hard to be able for it would it's hard for me to believe that a female character could go through like an immortal female character could go through a hundred years as a sex slave and then be like, I'm gonna fall in love with this one man and I'm immediately gonna be sexually attracted to him. There's a really good British television show called Um Being Human, and they talk about that with one of the vampire characters because um he's trying to be in a relationship and the person he's with wants to be with him physically. And he's like, you don't understand. That's part of how I hunt. That's part of how I do what I do. I don't want to do that to you because right. to, mm-hmm. to me, that doesn't feel intimate. That feels like I'm I'm trying to get something from you. Right. And I just think we are always leaving sex as like, well, every, every attraction eventually leads to sexual desire, mm-hmm. regardless of past trauma, regardless of what, 
where they came from, especially for men, because men always just want to fuck the hot chick or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't end up, you don't end up talking about like, well, I went through so much. I I need to really feel safe before I feel like we can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I don't like it as a trope, because I think it, I don't think it diminishes female objectification, but I think it diminishes the idea that men can suffer from objectification too. Mm -hmm. Like the, the completely false concept that men can be, cannot be raped because a man has to be physically complicit. Well, they don't, they don't, their body can have reactions that they have no control over. Right. And we know that now, and that's the conversation that's happening now. So why are we not having a conversation about like the effect of rape on men? Right. Yeah, like it doesn't make them better lovers. It doesn't make them better at it because they've been with so many thank, women. That's what I was saying. Like, I want to see some real trauma. But thank you for really saying it so much better. And also, these books on the shelf behind you that are the different phases of the moon. Oh, they're like a picture thing. Oh. I was like, what are those? Those kind of go along with our book now. Mm-hmm. The phases. And I'm sorry to bring it back to Twilight. That's okay. Is that Twilight? But I just thought, like, New Moon. Yeah, she know, was like yeah. New Moon Eclipse. Eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. Twilight. Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. That kind of what it reminded me of with all the breakups. She broke up the book a lot. Dusk, full moon, waning moon, half moon, crescent moon, new moon, night, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It breaks up the, the book a lot. And I don't really necessarily feel like it needs it. I don't feel like well, each section is different. Something uh-uh. that I've, you know, when you've got these artists, these writers that are pushing out four books a year, sometimes the books feel a little sloppy. Yeah. Like, like they don't just, have time to really, like, yeah. percolate. Mm-hmm. And I want to percolate. Yeah. Percolate story mm-hmm. i don't know i don't i also don't write and i don't know what it's like to write and i never will and so i don't know i've just been curious about that like you'll get these books where you're like how how fast did you write this yeah how many editors read this well i think for some writers it's like well i just got to get this story out and move on to the next one right and for others like um patrick rothfuss maybe it's like well i'm gonna write this for the and next then I'm gonna, 20 years. years yeah do we even have a date for the third king killer Probably not. I'll have to read those again. <laughs> no, we don't. Nope. He's releasing like a short story. And everyone was like, the next book's coming out. And he's like, nope, sorry. It's a short story in the world of. Oh, fuck off with that shit. Yeah. He even. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> they look the same. Oh, so annoying. He's going to. Something's going to happen. And we're not going to get the third book. Yeah. And you've got these really two unfinished books. Sorry. I don't mean to get so intense about it. It's just like Game of Thrones all over again. Yeah, it's all right. Mm. I get where you're, what you're saying. It's frustrating. I don't think we're there with Carissa, though. Oh, no, no. 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 She'll, she'll take care of us. Yeah. Um, Sarah J. Mass News. Ha ha! Go yeah. for it. Uh, a little a, a piece of the... Um, Third, the next Crescent City was dropped. A little blip it. I sent it to you guys. We're going to read it. Read Talk it. Talk about it. Even though Rachel has no idea who these characters are because we haven't read Crescent City together yet. We're going to do that in December. She's so excited. Boop, boop. I am. 
I know you are. You can tell I am. I can tell. You're brimming with <laughs> excitement. Your eyes are just... All right, this is, this is what came out. Bryce Quinlan was in a room so deep beneath the bowels... Almost the bowels mm. of the mountain that daylight must have been a myth for the creatures that inhabited here. For a place that obviously wasn't hell, its surroundings looked a lot like one. Where do we think she is? Ooh, where is she? Maybe actually in hell? I don't know. I've never read any of them. No, she's not in <laughs> hell, and hell's an actual place there, so uh, that's okay. not where she's at. That's an actual land. No, she's looking hell for land. Hell land. <laughs> She's looking for the planet Hell. She's not there. Oh, um, She could be under the mountain. She could be if she stayed over. She could be where Amarantha Amar- Amar- Town. Should we be having like a Crescent City spoiler warning for the end of this podcast? Ooh. Hey, you need to take out everything I just said. <laughs> I'll just put in. Erase <laughs> that. Spoilers. Spoiler coming. Spoiler coming. Yeah. <laughs> Face when you just realized what you said. I also saved our beep from the last one. So yeah, I'm put that over yeah. Too. Please beep out what I just said. Just re- strike that. Reverse it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to get a really good glimpse of this book, you'll need to listen to two podcasts: our previous podcast and this podcast. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a good. I mean, that's that pretty much sums it up. There was. The Hunger Games. Sivrenage. At, in Sivrenage, <laughs> Araya won but didn't want to win because she had to kill Rain. She brought Rain back and then Rain killed her father and yes. became the king. And that was it. And then, no, that's not it. And then. She becomes the heir. Araya has an heir mark, which yeah. means that she is actually Vincent's daughter. Yep. He is actually her father. Wait. What? You Spe- think? Speculatively. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way they have air marks. Well, I just thought it was like an emotional thing. Maybe it is. Power of Nyaxia skips around. You obviously mm-hmm. have read the second I book and know more than I. It. No, that's not what's <laughs> happening here. I don't even remember the second book. Okay. If I forget the moment that I read it. Okay. Erase all of the things I, I said. Okay. Don't believe I don't you. I'm just okay. kidding. I don't know if that's what happens or not. But that's what we're supposed to assume. She has yeah. an earmark. So like, oh, it just further exacerbates the mystery of, wait, is he her actual dad? Yeah. 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 That's a lot. It's good. Never occurred to me. That, that the air could be father. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Not till the very end. Because they don't talk about how vampires can have babies with people, with humans. Oh, yeah. do they talk about that later? I don't know. Well, they frame it as like they're two completely separate species. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, what's going on. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I that actually really don't good. remember the second book because I'm not going to bullshit you guys. I didn't really like the second book and I want to reread it. Yeah. I want to reread it and give it a fair shot. And we're going to talk about it. And so that is on my priority list. I've knocked out all the other books I'm reading. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, Rachel did Dune without me. I just feel, I'm so sorry. Sad. Do you feel, did, I didn't know you liked Dune. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I brought just, you in do for Dune again. I know. Yeah. Everything that I've ever read or watched, I have to be involved in. No, I'm just kidding. I just saw Ma Adib on there, and I read it like four times last year. Wow. 
Yeah, I listened to that audiobook too while I was painting a house, so I listened to it twice. It's fine. Dune is fine. It makes sense why it's important. I've never read it. Because of the time. Um, yeah. But I think we can probably call it here if we're already talking about Dune. Yeah. Because Dune's like another three-hour conversation. Yeah, we don't have to talk about Dune. I was actually really just kidding. I, I don't have to. Also, do I don't ever think we did an intro. No, we hey, didn't. Hey, friends. I'm Kate. But I figured we could do <laughs> Feast, Sheath, Shatter. Feast, Sheath, Shatter. Okay. Unless you want to do it that way. <laughs> Feast, Sheath, Shatter. What happened to one of us for each? <laughs> That's what I was or, going for. She said Feast, Sheath, Shatter. Wait, what is the line she says? Are you happy to see us? Or, or is, is that it? a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> or is that a morning star? <laughs> That's how I say it in my head. Oh, okay. It's a right. different a different death mallet. <laughs> well, let's do our names, and then I'll do feast, sheath, and shatter. Okay, do we think we can okay. handle that? Okay, let's so, try. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm Hannah. And I'm Kate. And this is feast, sheath, shatter! <laughs> I love Until next time, friends. See you. Bye. Is it hot in here or is it just me?